0: is up we are back we're filming two episodes tonight got tons to talk about um we'll get right to it we're gonna start today on this episode is gonna be ufc on the next episode that you're gonna have to check out is gonna be all boxing um today we have aaron blanchfield uh she had one fight in the ufc went very well for her uh she's on with us today and she's about to uh, to jump on here Hey there, she is. Hi. Hey, can you hear me? Okay.
1: Yeah, I can
0: hear you. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're just uh, getting set up here. Gabby's gonna take that little screen thing out of there, real quick. Okay. Just drag it over. There we go. Now we're talking. Uh, Aaron, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Um, so I wanted you on the show because I I got to know you after your last fight. I'm sure a lot of people did. Um, mm-hmm. I want to get into your, to kind of to your story and everything, uh, in a second, but so you, ha- you just had your first UFC fight, correct? Yes, I did. How, um, how was that experience?
1: Uh, it, it was really cool. Um, cause well, I got a short notice call through UFC back in April. So I kind of went through like the whole fight week thing and everything then. So like this fight week didn't feel like as new. So that was kind of nice. Actually, I feel like I didn't have as many nerves and stuff going into it. Um, and there was no crowd or anything so I feel like it was like a really good fight for my first fight because it was kind of like very mellowed out um but it was a good fight and it was a good win so happy with it
0: um how so how did the um, you were training you said this last one was a last minute call
1: no the one before that April. yeah the one before that it didn't that fight didn't actually happen right um but I got a short notice call in April yeah
0: right so this next this last one how much time did you have to train
1: Oh, um, I had a really, I had a long notice. I think they told me in, like, May for a fight in September, so I had I had a few months.
0: Okay. Um, so you are out of North Jersey? Yes. Where Where are you, like, which, which gym are you training? Who are you training with over there?
1: Uh, well, I train at a few gyms. So I train at, like, MK Muay Thai um, and Silver Fox BJJ and, like, Cordova train wrestling. Um, and then I, I cross-trained at a few other gyms to get some, like, sparring partners and stuff like that. But those
0: are like my main gyms. So so, when are we gonna get you to come down here and uh and train with the Philly guys, with the Sean Brady's and uh and all these you know, uh, are, we're brewing with all this talent in Philly, but it's like a separation yeah. between North Jersey and Philly. I, it's
1: a little far. I have been. I have went down there once because I trained with um uh Jamie down uh, over there. Um, but, but yeah. I mean, Jamie,
0: I'm Jamie who? There. Jamie Colleen? Yes. Oh ah, okay. I'm are you are you friendly yeah.
1: with her? Yeah,
0: yeah, we are. Uh, she's awesome. Yeah, uh she's one. She actually she was actually the one that i when I started this whole thing uh when COVID first hit, she was the first person I called, and she helped me kind of be like create the whole thing when we were still doing it in Zoom, like from my house, her house, and like a TV station, all this stuff. She was like the first person yeah. on there. So yeah, she was. She, oh, nice. she, yeah, she was a big part yeah. of
1: it. Yeah, we trained together at Henzo a few times. So I went down
0: there. Okay. With her too, Billy. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, tell me your story. So where, where, where did you grow up? Um, and, and you were jujitsu in the beginning a lot, right? That was your, your focus.
1: Yeah. So, um, I started training when I was seven. Um, cause I, before that I did like dance, but my brother started training martial arts and I remember I just quit doing dance. So we kind of got bored of it. Um, and I went to watch him train and they like offered me like an intro class and at that gym they did like no jiu-jitsu and kickboxing so that's kind of like what i started off with um and i did a lot of like jiu-jitsu and i kind of like uh went to jiu-jitsu a little bit more because kind of what naturally i kind of got better at a little quicker so i started competing in that a lot um but i always trained my striking and stuff too um growing up but uh but yeah jiu-jitsu was kind of more of my thing for a while until i got into may
0: um what type of dance were you though Robin? What type of dance were you doing? Oh,
1: I did um, ballet
0: and pop. What a what a what a contrast between what you're <laughs> yeah. doing. Uh, and is your nickname cold cold blooded? Is that what it is?
1: Yes, it is.
0: That's so funny. I can imagine you doing ballet and being like the cold blooded ballet dancer. Um yeah. oh, Hold, on, give me one second. Are we good? Yeah, I'm trying to see if I could bring up her volume. Gotcha. Um, so you're doing dancing. At what age is this again?
1: I started dancing when I was three. I think three to six is when I danced. Three to six. I don't really remember it too well. I remember a little bit, but not too
0: much. And your brother was training like just for for like the the for the sport, or he wanted to be a fighter?
1: No, just for the sport. because He was super young because he's my younger brother, so he was like four at the time. So my mom just put him into like I think they called it like Cubs uh, at the time. So okay. He just like it was just like yeah, I guess they just did like it was mostly like games and stuff, but they learned a little bit like how to punch and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so he was just doing it for like fun at the time. Okay. Um, but he is—he's a fighter now too. He's an amateur. Basically. Oh, he
0: is. Okay. Oh, good. Because I was gonna say, how does he feel? Yeah. Like, like he kind of started, and then all of a sudden, you—you're the the fighter in the family. So what's the family dynamic like? It's just you and your brother? Uh, yeah. Well,
1: me and my brother are the yeah. It's only us. Um, but my parents like love it. Yeah. They never did any of. They never did martial arts or anything. Oh, well, my dad did a little bit, like boxing and stuff like that, growing up. Like, cause he grew up in the city, so he trained at some pals and stuff like that. Um, but they never like were fighters or anything. But they they love because they, they wanted us to get into it just to like learn how to defend ourselves and stuff yeah. like that. But they love the competing aspect of it too.
0: <laughs> how was the family dynamic growing up? Like, were you guys just a very tight, tight knit family? Or?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. We're super close, especially like me and my brother. Now are super close. Like he he came and fought with me in my last fight, and we trained together all the time. Uh, he
0: helped me out a lot. So we're all super close. Um, I read somewhere, um, was it that your dad asked you, like, what you wanted to do? And then you, you said, well, I want to fight. And he's like, all right, well, if you're going to do it, kind of like, all right, you're all in. Like, this is it. Was it, is, I mean, I, I, I might be misquoting it, but was he, like, just uh, super supportive from day one? Yeah.
1: They, no, they definitely were supportive because, like, when I was 18, I wanted to go pro. But they also wanted me to, like, go to school and stuff like that. So I still went to school for a while and they like were like, oh, if you go to school, then we'll support you like 100% with the fighting. Um, but yeah, so that's, I mean, they were all, they always knew, like I, I kind of wanted to always do it since I was like 12, 13-ish. Like I knew I wanted to be an MMA fighter, but uh, when I was 18, then I finally actually could do it and I did want to do it, so, so they were behind me.
0: 100%. Did you have any, what was your amateur? Like, did you have, what, how many amateur fights did you
1: do? <laughs> I only had one, I had one amateur. That's why I had my
0: finger up, <laughs> just the one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so, well, what was that experience like? And then once you did that one, how, like, you just kind of wanted to get that over with, and then you wanted to immediately start going pro?
1: Yeah, so, um, so yeah, I got, because I won, I did the EBI, like, that summer before, and I won that, and then right after EBI, I knew I wanted to get into MMA. Um, so I had I, I had, I was having a really hard time fighting, getting amateur MMA fights, actually. Like, I had an opponent, and then she pulled out, and then, like, a week or two out, like, this other girl took the fight. Um. And I won that fight by first-round armbar. And then after that, I wanted to get, like, a, one or two more enemy fights just for the experience. But I just had so many opponents falling out, and, like, I couldn't get fights, and I didn't want to wait too long between fights. Um, and then TFC offered me a pro fight, uh, so I just I took that. And But it actually, it was funny, because at the time, uh, I was training a lot at Enzo's in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and the head of the Adlet- athletic commission in New Jersey wanted me to get, like, a letter from John Denneher Uh, to go pro because they didn't want to let me go pro because they only had the one uh, amateur fight so I had to uh, go talk to John and like do some training sessions stuff with him and get a letter from him and then once he said I was good that he thought I was good enough to go pro they let me go pro
0: how does that conversation go like you know are you are you I don't want to say the word begging because it's not begging but like are you trying to pitch your case for why you should be and then he's not agreeing like is there a negotiation there or is it more like you know where I'm at I've you know and we believe that we can do this
1: because I remember like my manager was like oh so like that's the I forgot what his name is so he's like the head of the letter commission needs wants you to get a letter from John Denner and I was like okay I was like well I'm gonna be there like tomorrow so I'll go and talk to him so I went and talked to him and I was like oh, I told him like what they said that they they want a letter from him and he was like okay he's like I just want to because I only trained like jiu-jitsu with him um so he was like okay I want to maybe do a few sessions with you just to see like where you're striking that and stuff like I don't want you to get hurt or anything and I remember when he said that I kind of laughed and he's like no I know you're very good um, but he's like, I just want to check where you're like, your level's at, you know, I don't yeah. want to, like to say yes. And then you go in there and like something happens and you get hurt or something. Um, but I did a few, like one or, I think I did like one or two sessions with him and he saw like where my level was at. And he was like, Oh, you're good. He's said, like, I'll write the letter for you. He wrote it out. He like, let me look over it. And then we sent it in and they let me go pro.
0: So what gave you the confidence, um, like growing up, I guess that made you feel like, Oh yeah. Like, well, that's funny. Like, of course I can take a punch. I'm good. I have no worries. <laughs> yeah. What, what, like, who, who gave you that confidence, or what gave you that confidence?
1: Um, you know, I think I, I just started training so young, and I always started competing from a very young age. I think I was I was like eight years old when I did like my first like kickboxing competition. Um, and I was always yeah you know, I was always training and always trying to get better and always like taking like hard fights and stuff like that. And I feel like my coaches and like my family, especially too, they were always super supportive of me and they always had a lot of confidence in me. So I feel like that helps me have a lot of confident in myself and the confidence is warranted i always did the right thing it's not like i was one of those people that like wanted to fight but i was like never at the gym or anything i was always at the gym i was always putting in the work so i knew that i was doing what i was supposed to and i was getting better so i feel like that always gave me confidence
0: um so then how long did you do uh jujitsu for you so you did the whole uh, eddie bravo invitational right yeah uh, first of all how's eddie bravo did you get to hang or chat with him he's a unique fellow isn't he
1: I knew eddie before that actually because okay. um, i had family um in huntington beach so we used to like go out there during the summers and his gym was in la so when i was like 13 i think the first time i went out and trained with him mm-hmm. and we went out like a few summers in a row so i kind of knew him so when that EBI came around and it was that flyweight i like messaged him on facebook i was like because because I, I think he put out a thing like oh whoever gets like the most like tags or whatever will get in. And I knew that I wasn't known enough at all to like get in that way. So I just like messaged him on Facebook and he was like, Oh, if you want it, I'll, I'll put you in. So that's how I got into
0: that. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously I only yeah. know him from what I see out there. He just seems like a funny, like a, like an interesting guy. I know. Yeah. 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 He's super cool. yeah. He's funny. Um, all right. So then, so then you have your fight uh, and then Invicta, is that where you go?
1: Uh. Yes. Yeah, so I had the, one pro fight with cfc uh as my pro debut and then i signed with invicta i think like the next month uh, later and i signed like a multi-fight contract with them um just because they have they have like a lot of they had a lot of females at the time and they were putting on more fights and stuff like that uh like cfc is great and i went back and i fought with them again actually um while i was in invicta but um but yeah Invicta wanted me after like that first cfc fight so i went there
0: um, you fought Kay Hansen in Invicta, right? And yes, she, I did. And she's, I think, two fights in the UFC now. She went in before you. Yeah. Yes. Um, and obviously, you beat her in Invicta. Uh, what did you? Not you know. Obviously, we'll focus on you, but I'm just curious since you since you kind of were in the same trajectory. Um, what what have you thought about her experience in the UFC? Have you followed it at all?
1: Um, yeah, know I have because I remember she took that first fight on like short notice. Um, against like Jenny Fry. That was a nice win for her. And then her next fight, like I thought, I remember, like, I think she fought Corey McKenna. I remember thinking, I thought she was going to win that fight. And then like, she kind of went in. I feel like her performances are a little hot and cold sometimes. Like yeah. sometimes she's very good and other times like, you're like, oh, what happened? Like it looks like she just wasn't in there fully. Um, but I know she's taken a while off. Maybe she'll come back better. Hopefully. Yeah. Okay.
0: I was just curious. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, First, how does it feel to be officially a UFC fighter? Is it to, is it to you kind of like that was the goal, that was the dream? You're there, you you're happy, you're you're kind of excited where you're currently at in your career as a fighter, or is there just yeah. levels still left that you wanna obviously?
1: Yeah. I was gonna say that there's definitely levels to this. Point. I mean, this is a huge first step, obviously, but I'm not like oh happy like oh I'm here like no, I wanna I wanna become a champ. So I know that I have like a bit of a road till I get there, but. Um, but I was very happy with the first fight. I feel like I'll like look back at that fight and make some adjustments and stuff and come back better for the next one. Um, then whatever that is, so we'll see. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, there's definitely levels to this. So I'm just getting started.
0: Yeah. I I always ask that question and I feel stupid halfway through asking the question because I pitch it as if like you just won the prize, but I don't, I don't mean it that way. I just. It's it's I see it as like when a, a basketball player who's been trying to play basketball all their life growing up and they finally make it to the NBA. I know it doesn't compare. It's very different because obviously you're one fight away from your your career going one way or another every single time you get out there where basketball you once you're in, you're kind of in. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still a huge accomplishment for somebody who has set their goals to be a professional athlete, you know, in the, in your sport. Um, yeah, definitely. So. All right. So. So there I saw you call out uh, Macy Barber. <laughs> uh was that very intentional you want you want that uh fight with her or it was just kind of because she had no opponent
1: um you know I think it was it was more because she had no opponent like I woke up and I remember seeing like oh that uh who should choose to fight, uh, fight Montana De La Rosa and I saw that that fight was off and I was like oh I was like I can fly right in there I was like it's still like nine weeks away so I still have like a full camp uh and everything so that was I mean, I, I knew, like, I'd probably fight her eventually anyway, so I was like, why not now? Like, I don't have a fight lined up. She needs an opponent. Yeah. Um, I'm down to fight. It's good notice. It's going to be, like, it's a pay-per-view card. It'll probably be on the main event, so I, it's just all benefits, I think, for me. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I was going to go one way with that conversation, but I don't know how you feel about Macy Barber, so I, might, I just won't say anything. All right. <laughs> I, the only person I know who knows Macy Barber is Jamie Colleen, who fought Macy Barber. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, maybe you know that stuff. Um... So, no no like you have no idea if anything's there's nothing brewing right now as far as upcoming fights for you, right? Uh no, I
1: haven't heard anything official yet.
0: Okay. Um what is your take on on the sport right now and who's out there in your in your weight division? Like wh- what are where, where are your feelings at?
1: Um you know I mean there's so many girls that I could fight for my next fight. I feel like one or two more fights I should be into the rankings because I feel like I could beat a lot of those girls, I feel like in the flatweight division especially i feel like it's a little a little weak right now i think they definitely need some new blood like i think once I get into the rankings i can start kind of like i think i'll be i feel like only like the top five or six are like very good and then everyone else is like i could definitely like beat like my next fight if i needed to um so i, I feel yeah i feel pretty comfortable i'm just i just want to see who they give me next uh give me,
0: give me give me a name of somebody that's maybe not ranked that you want to fight and then somebody who's ranked even if it's number one right that you that you think that you stack up great against that you are excited for ultimately getting the fight yeah well
1: i mean i i see, i know macy hasn't gotten opponent yet so if i could get that that'd be great i know she's ranked i think she's ranked number 13 uh so if i beat her that would me right into the mix
0: um so macy Bar, I, but macy barber basically that's yeah. it that's where that's where let's start a yeah. campaign can we start a campaign after this episode
1: yeah
0: <laughs> we'll just yeah, keep on pushing great. it until it happens <laughs> I right, listen yeah, it's happened before um, we got sean brady got the the kiesa fight and that was from here from this show just saying oh really and yeah, and yeah. chris Dawkins got the Derek lewis fight and that was here too i'm just saying i this might be a good yeah. luck a good luck charm it Or i'm gonna say it until i have <laughs> yeah
1: we'll see what happens after this episode <laughs> but that's hilarious yeah, definitely, that, that i think would be a great fight um Unranked, I'm. I'm not really sure. There's not, honestly so many girls that I'm not even sure who's like at flyweight and stuff right now. But um, I honestly, I really don't care. Like I'll just fight whoever they put in front of me.
0: So awesome. Um. Yeah. So this weekend is it Mackenzie Dern who fights?
1: Yeah, I think she's like the main event.
0: What do you right. think? What do you think of that matchup? What do you? What do you? And and her having that main event.
1: Uh, I think it's a really good fight. I mean, I think. I mean, she's been doing well lately. Like, after she had her kid, like, it seems like she's been kind of, like, on on the ball.
0: Isn't that incredible? She, like, she took a turn, like, 180 degrees, like, and I don't know if it was a commitment thing or maybe, like, Mama Bear came out and then she, like, just, like, fuck this. We're, like, we're going full on or something. But her, she looks, she looks there. Dude, like, she
1: looks. Like her, even like her body composition looks so much better. Like she looks like in better shape, and every she's like a better fight. It's so crazy. You it, don't usually you think after someone has a kid that they're gonna come back worse. I but
0: I I really swear I don't judge. I swear I'm the last person yeah. to judge bodies, and Gabby knows this back there. um yeah. <laughs> But um, I like she. I think she came in at the heaviest. A female fighter had ever come in one time was it like 14 pounds or some ridiculous amount eight pounds maybe i'm exaggerating she came,
1: she came in 123 for a 115 which is a huge mess especially like if you do a percentage wise you know because right. they so small already and that right percentage is going to be pretty
0: huge right yeah. and then now she goes and she's like super ripped <laughs> she's in she's yeah. like she can take a fight at any moment good for her yeah. i think she's surfing yeah, a lot with fun her, her, fun her boyfriend or her husband or whatever i think she's got the she's got yeah, the surfer bod, really bod now <laughs> <laughs> um, um all right that, so when you're not when you're not are you a big fight watcher yeah no i definitely am i love that there's so many there's so many people who come on or whatever and they're like they just don't watch it and i'm like all right well it's not much to talk about here so who who (laughs) who's who's exciting you right now uh male or female uh fighting wise it could be mma or boxing like who 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 are your fan who are your favorites uh to watch uh
1: well right now i feel like the the 155 for the guys right now is super exciting. Like that uh, Dustin Poirier and, and uh, Charles Oliveira matchup. Like we want to we'll to see that fight. And also the Gaethje and Chandler fight. I think that's gonna be re- those are two like really good fights that I'm looking forward to
0: watching. Yeah, Gaethje and Ch- I'm looking forward to Gaethje and Chandler more than I think I am to to uh, Dustin uh, and Oliveira. Just I don't know because of the violence aspect, maybe the potential for violence. Okay.
1: I think so. Yeah, I feel like in the Gatesy and Chandler, like someone's definitely gonna get knocked out. Like no way they fight five five. You know what I mean? Or I don't, I don't know. Is it a three round fight or a five round fight? I'm not sure. I think it might be a I three
0: don't. round. I Think it's a, a three, three
1: round. round fight. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe it will, if it's three rounds, then they might go the distance. But I feel like that'll be a crazy. Like they're both just gonna be like swinging for like. <laughs> but, but I feel like Gatesy's gone a lot better. Like he's a lot more calculated with his striking. I feel like if it was a few fights ago, maybe he would. They would have been like plugging it out. Yeah. But, I think now be a more interesting fight like from. I always like watch because I like watching fights like people especially at that level to kind of like take things away from them like see like oh what are they doing like the techniques that they're, they're using and stuff. Yeah. That's kind of how I watch fights. Um, so that's why I'm kind of I'm pumped for that one and for the and I love watching all of. Them. I feel like Oliveira is super underrated. Like he's so technically good. Like everywhere his striking, his grappling, his like his wrestling. So that one I'm super.
0: Well, the his fight with Chandler was. I feel like I'm saying Chandler. I don't know why. His fight with Chandler um, was insane because he lost that fight and then he won that fight like beautifully. <laughs> that was insane. Yeah. That was not yeah, what I was he expecting.
1: Makes, he has like he has really good fight IQ too. Because like I remember at one point like when Chandler like had him down, he was like hitting him and he kind of like pulled guard, but he had to pull guard. Like that's the only time I would be like, oh, you should pull guard. Cause yeah. He would have just got like TKO'd there because that's exactly what Chandler did to. Um, the other is that uh the guy from New Zealand, Hooker. But I remember, yeah, Hooker. He like TKO'd him that way. He was basically standing over him, and Hooker was like on his knees and he was like, Yeah, hitting him with like crazy shots. So I remember they were like in the same position. And he kind of like pulled guard and that kind of stopped him from getting hit. And then from there, he kind of like recovered and then made like a huge comeback in the next round.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And he didn't win by yeah. submission either. So you know what I mean? Like he, it was just a whole unexpected kind of night with that one. Um, yeah. Well, those are good picks. And then do you do you take from them their – is it their approach to fighting or their striking style? What is it that you kind of love to to pick from these guys? That's
1: kind of – I, I feel like I, I like to watch everything about fighters. Like I kind of like to see what their mindset is for like training or like going into fights or just in life in general. And then like also oh, obviously like when they're actually in the fight, like what techniques – especially if they're winning, like what techniques are they using that's helping them – uh, win those fights so I feel like I kind of like I try to like look and see what aspects like maybe I could add to like my own life and stuff like that um when I watch other fighters like that
0: Well, I think that's smart I don't think I mean I don't know I don't want to uh generalize but it's good that you look for things to add to your arsenal to improve on on different levels and you're not just thinking that you're you're you know your way or the highway when it comes to when it comes to
1: oh sport. no definitely not I'm always I, I try to keep an open mind and like doesn't mean like I'm going to take everything from it, but I'm always like willing to like see and like what's. I mean, just, just because it's working for them, it might not work for you, but maybe it will. You don't know. Yeah. You don't have an open mind, you won't know.
0: So. Now, your next fight, you want large audience or do you want apex again?
1: I would love an audience because I want like my family to come and all my friends and stuff like that. Especially if it's in Vegas, that'd be, I'd be. definitely say like the next week after. <laughs> um, but I definitely want an audience because I haven't fought in front of an audience in like almost like two years, I think. So. Definitely an now, does
0: your family get super rowdy for you? Are they are they scared in a corner, not wanting to watch, or are they like super pumped and yelling?
1: Okay, so my parents are a little bit more quiet, but like the rest of my family, like my uncles and cousins, everything, they're super rowdy and they're super fun. Uh, so that I think would be really cool. I'm
0: that's awesome. Fun. I feel like that's probably. I don't know that's a huge reason i think i understand for like as a human right you you that feeling of having the people you love around you be excited for something that you're doing in that moment that's got to give you such a cool energy in there and afterwards oh, yeah, yeah just,
1: especially yeah. I mean, it feels like before the fight i always try to kind of like keep mellow and just like kind of concentrate on what i want to do in the fight but like after the fight after i win i love that energy so i hope that i have a problem in the next fight
0: that's awesome. Well, listen, I won't take up uh, any more of your time. I thank you for uh, for coming on the show. Appreciate it. I think the Macy Barber fight's going to happen. I'm going to say it right now because yeah. I'm going to clip this and we're going to share it and we're going to, it'll be three it for there. three. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, thanks again. Uh, don't leave. <laughs> Let me take uh, since you're not in studio, whenever you want to come down, come down and yeah. in here, it's a lot more fun versus this crazy setup. What you're seeing right now too is like you see cameras and actually did you go are you going to did you go to school for 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 like broadcasting and T V and stuff or no? Uh
1: yeah like sports media.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right, let me see if I can get this. There we go. Ready?
1: Yeah.
0: All right. We got your in studio selfie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See ya, thank you. Thank you. Take care. Me
1: too.
0: We still rolling? Mm-hmm. What'd you think? I think she's great. Yeah.
1: I think we're going to get her that fight. Honestly, with the way that everything's been going, like, I think we do have the good juju on our side. Like, I
0: you know that I worry, I worry, uh, let me take these fucking cans off. Um, I worry when people come here that I give them a bad like that. I'm responsible for any bad <laughs> vibe that they could possibly have, yeah. which is I know super stupid and me, you know, but um, but like I get so happy when they get kind of what they thought they could get from yeah. talking about it here. That's a cool. Uh, that's a cool thing to to be part of. Uh, and I take no credit, but I will take the credit once it happens.
1: Yes. Once it turns out. Well,
0: right I'll now I'm not credit. taking shit, but <laughs> when it happens, I'm going to say you have to come through the show if you want your fight. Exactly. We got a direct line to Dana's ear from, uh, or what's his fucking face? Uh, what's his name? May- uh, May- Maynard? Maynard? I don't know. They got who? Who makes the fights? Sean Shelby. That's oh. it. Um, all right. Why don't we wrap this guy up, and then, uh, and then we get going with the episode number two. Hey, subscribe.